because I just squirted tomato all over my room. Not lube, tomato. Well, we're finally here. Welcome back to Plans Are Optional. Finally, I'm we've Andrew. been here. We've been here the whole time. The whole time. Uh, uh, just me and Marty. I thought it was just going to be me, but Marty decided to show up, show up eventually on Marty time, which Hannah loves. It, again, which already, I, I know. I know. I already gave him a hard time about this for about like 20 minutes before recording, so it's fine. I tried to adjourn the meeting right when I said to so I could get back. People kept me, and then I had a phone call from my mother. Can't you just say you have the shits and go? I was telling my mother, I was like, I can't talk right now. I need to go. And then she kept asking me questions. You can't on some things. I I tried to say, I I have some place I need to be. I was trying to get out the door. And then the president of the organization kept talking. We kept talking. And the only thing that actually ended the conversation was I said, my mom was calling. I need to take this. And then that led to everything else. So, um, it I feel bad. I I honestly feel bad every time. I do want to be here every night we record, every time we do this, talking with with my buddies and catching up. It is the highlight of my week. Like, but now you're just stuck with me. Look, Marty, you need to be more assertive with your goodbyes. I'm not stuck with you. I get to talk to you i my good friend who we've we go back 20 plus years so well i guess and it's I'm not quite 20 still years. not on team marty despite i'm not surprised <laughs> uh so that's probably why i will never get married the longer you know me the more you're not on my team <laughs> it doesn't but i don't have to be on your team for you to get married like no i'm just i'm, I'm making a joke in that in that sense self-deprecating okay, but hold on Talk about you getting married. So last week on Marty's relationship corner, he had brought up that he went on two dates with this individual. And uh, apparently she asked him if he's reading a book. Oh, yeah. We got to do another book club here. Do we have to do a book club just so you can talk to this girl? Or can you read a book on your own? I I mean, I'll do another book club if it's for love. I mean, I I was thinking about doing the the newest uh, Hunger Games book. Because the movie's Wait, coming ho- out here soon. The newest Hunger Games book? Yeah, there's a prequel with uh, President Snow. It's like oh, songbirds, songbirds and snakes. I don't know about that. I Look, I feel like if we're going to do a book club for love, it has to be a romance novel. Some real dirty, smutty thing. Nah. Not doing I think 50, so. Not doing Fifty Shades of Grey, or I don't. I don't know or, if that's romance. To be fair, uh, I mean, uh, I read Choke. That was interesting. I don't know if I read that either. That also sounds far from romance. It was. Uh, it's by the same author who who uh, wrote. Fight Maybe Club. this is this is where you go wrong. You think of romance, and the first thing you think is Fifty Shades of Grey and choking. The The book Choke is about a guy who goes to restaurants and fakes uh, 
choking on on a piece of meat or something and so a good samaritan will do the heimlich on him and they so the person who saves him ends up like kind of feeling responsible or anything and he ends up like grifting him out of like money to like help him how is this romance there's a lot of sex and other things that are in it and that doesn't make a romance though no, you said smut, so I, I okay, fair. Wait. Look, librarian, if you're listening, we need a we need a recommendation for this podcast that all of us would like romance. The librarian read choke. We did a we did a book club with with the, the coworker call it friends. Romance. It's not a romance you've, book. You've already read it. You can't yeah. do a book club on a book you've already read. I'm just saying, I've I've. I read other things outside of book clubs. Well, I guess that was part of a book club. Never mind. But, but back, back, <laughs> back to the original topic being what you thought was done for. She reached back out. Yeah. And then I didn't get a response after I said, yeah, I, I, I do read books. And who doesn't like sitting, getting comfy and having a, having a, a glass of wine while on a rainy Sunday afternoon. I like. I don't remember exactly what I said, but who doesn't like like reading a book? You didn't want to tell her about the last book you read and how you did it on a podcast, and tell her about the podcast. No, let's let's less is said about that, the better. <laughs> I think that's that's where you're going to make your money, Marty. Tell people you're on a podcast. I don't think this podcast makes us money. I think it costs you and Neil money, actually. Possibly, but it's well, it's where you'll make your money. All right, we're we're in the hole, so you can get in it. Hey, I'm in the hole too. I mean, I bought a nice mic setup and a stand, and um, you know, um, acoustic panels behind my. It does nothing, record. Marty. It does something. <laughs> um. It's Anyways, better than nothing. Look, maybe she'll reach back out, but uh, hopefully, hopefully things continue to progress or something. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But again, we're not talking about this for another like four years, so we're good. What are you talking about? Um, oh, oh, there's something else on my mind. I don't know if it's there anymore. It's gone. It slipped away. Well, how how happy are you right now in that the Kraken made the playoffs? I'm pretty stoked. So they play tomorrow at 7 or 7.30 against the Avalanche. I'm uh, I'm excited. It'll be a good time. Unfortunately, so I'll, I'll see tomorrow's game. And then I'm not sure if I'll see Thursday's game or Saturday's game. It all... Oh, obligations. No fun. I'll record them, but... Uh, We'll see, but I'm excited. I, it, I mean, you can always cool. watch them late. I can, I can. I'm I'm be out of town for Thursday night and Saturday night, so I guess I can watch on my phone. Yeah. Where you Where you going? I uh, it's work stuff. Nothing exciting. So, um, well, work trips are could be fun, as as Hannah says. Conferences are for fucking. Uh. I actually just went to a conference this past not yeah this past week. But granted, you have a girlfriend, so that's not ha- that's not the goal, right? <laughs> it's not the goal. Um, it can get wild, but not not quite. I don't know. She was actually there too because she works in the same industry I do. So 
Anyways. What? Um, when did that happen? Marty, if you ever came and visited and talked to us and acted like a decent human being, you might you might have known. I'm here. Yeah, but that's it's not my job to tell you about her life. Well, so be it. So be it. It's supposed to snow tomorrow. It is Ooh. April 17th, and I'm so, expecting snow tomorrow. That's what you get for being in Idaho. I don't. I don't. I mean, there's plenty of parts of Idaho that aren't going to snow tomorrow. So it's yeah, not just Idaho. Like Sun Valley or or places that are lower in elevation. Something like that. But that's a little depressing because I finally, two weeks ago, got out, got one of my bikes going. So two week, two weekends ago, I went out for a few rides. And then this last weekend, I got out for a pretty decent ride. But uh, then I don't, like I said, I don't know what's happening this weekend. But hopefully I'll get one in then too. Which reminds me, last time we talked about bikes, you said you probably won't be riding this season. Yeah, just financial stuff right now. Uh, still haven't been able to repair the bike. Uh, I still need to replace my equipment. And yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it's just, it's most likely not in the cards this season. So um, I'm, it's a sore subject. So I'm not really looking to talk about it. And I had to tell AJ this past week and he's not happy about it either. So, but he understands. Well. So. Where there's a will, there's a way, Marty. Uh, again, it's it's not looking like it. But do you want to? Want, can, and afford to are very different things. So, um, it's not happening this summer, this season. So, Marty, you only need one meal a day. All right, cut down on the meals, save some money. <laughs> you'll be you'll be in there in no time. Hey, who? Moving on. No, okay. <laughs> lively chat we have <laughs> look i was trying to bring things up and all you, all i get from you is don't want to talk about your relationship don't want to talk about bikes well i i i don't think you can really blame me for if i can ride, blame you for a lot of things if riding the motorcycle was like one thing that i really loved and it's therapeutic and i really look forward to doing it and knowing that i can't ride it and knowing that it takes a toll on my on my psyche, I don't necessarily want to talk about it. So but continue to about talk. it. Talking about it is how you get through these things. You can't no. just bury stuff, Marty. Because every time You'll I turn open into the, me, every time I open the garage door and I see the bike there, and I know that I can't ride it right now, it it it's not good. So I don't want to talk about it. Like that's how I'm going to get by it. Is that if. If I accept it and I move on and I look but to find something you else. you haven't accepted time. it if you can't talk about it. I, That's the way that I choose to deal with it. I choose not to deal with it that way. I'm a side of this equation too. So, because <laughs> I don't want to talk about something that you want to talk about, but when the shoe's on the other foot, we don't talk about it. So, it fair, fair plays... Is is turnabout right, or whatever the saying is? So I I just it's a sore subject for me because I I don't want to be depressed. I want to focus on the good things, and if that's not a good thing for me right now, I don't want to focus on and deal with it. Like I want to focus on the positivity. Okay, then focus on the positivity. Bring it to me. 
I don't know. What do you got? I'm I'm not a I'm not a barrel of sunshine at the moment. <sighs> um let's see, what do I have that's positive that's okay to talk about? I don't know. I don't know, Marty. Have you done your homework for your D and D character? Absolutely not. Okay. Well then here, let's let's get into this because um A, I've never played D D. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I didn't realize we had homework. Uh, how, did, how did you not realize you were at you were you were there? I had to look up this weekend when the actual date was and put it on the calendar just so I wouldn't screw that up. And it's funny because you guys gave me all shit about asking what day it was in the podcast. That's what and you had said. Nobody, nobody had had. Re- everybody's forgotten since then. Right, but I think at that point we gave you shit because we did decide on date like during that conversation. Yeah, because we had decided I'm like allowed, two weeks before. But I'm allowed to forget that post, that conversation, all right? But it's in the calendar now. I couldn't tell you when because the calendar is outside. But the I know when outside? it is. Well, outside this room. I can't see it right now. It's like, where do you keep your calendar if it's outside? Like, on the wall. Like in the garage? Like... No, in, in the well, see Marty again. If you visited, you'd see the yeah, calendar that's not happen. on our wall. <laughs> Why not, Marty? Okay, so your calendar's on the wall. Yeah, that's about it. Okay, just not this wall, this wall, this wall, or this wall, the other wall. Is it on the wall that's a tat, or that's on the other side of the wall that you're currently on? Because that would be you the know, same wall. I would say no. Okay. All right, so walk me through the process of D and D. Like, what is what does a turn look like? What? So, so okay. I have You've no idea. What a lot I'm doing. of video games, right? I've played a a fair amount. I wouldn't say a lot. You, I think you've played a lot more than I have. But have you ever played like a turn place a turn based role playing game? Yeah, it's like that. So, um, D and D, you're gonna have. The narrative set by the GM, the dungeon master, game master, whatever you want to call them, they are going to kind of tell you what's happening, what's going on, and then we decide what we do with that information, right? I don't know how Michelle's going to interface with us, if she's going to have like a guide or a character that she's taking control of. But anyways, say we go through this campaign, we go... Like anything you do is based on a dice roll, you know, whether it has to do with charisma, luck. Um, If you start to get into like a combative situation, you roll for initiative, which is basically the order of the turns. And then uh, from there, you decide what you want to do with your turn, right? Okay. Okay. So the turn order is based off initiative? Right. So... We all roll for initiative, and then the highest number goes first. Assuming there's no, like, multipliers or effects they have that, you know, some people have, could have a higher initiative just based on how their character is built, you know, so they have initiative plus three or whatever. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. So, in, like, some games I play that's that's called speed, right? So, you have, like, if you have a higher speed, you... you- you get your turn faster i get yeah i guess so um but as far as like walking speed or abilities that have 
distances, that doesn't factor into this, no. Well, see, this is good to know. I had no idea this is how this well, works. Well, it's kind of interesting because like, you can't go into a situation and be like, all right, we want to send this person first, this person first, or second, you know. You're we, kind can't of Leroy, we can't Leroy Jenkins it? I mean, not really. Well. No. I, I'm sure there's a way, but I've only played D&D like a handful of times in my life. So I thought we would be like outside the dungeon door and be like, okay, Andrew's the barbarian. He's going to go in first, swinging, followed by me with my my fire spell or whatever. So if we were to come to a door before it was opened and we're like, I guess we should open it, but how should we open it rather than should we open it normally? We could probably ask the dungeon master, like, can we just throw this person in there full of piss and vinegar and see what happens? Uh, how old are the hinges? Are they rusty? Can we WD to 40 of them first? Well, they might not be attack? old. Maybe they're already well oiled and you go in and you kill a family of three. Okay. On accident. Uh, I'm just saying, like, do I, do I, do we get to ask that? Is that like part of the creative juices? Like, part uh, of so, yeah. So if you were to ask like, um, what condition is the door in? She'd have you roll for uh, like perception, I think it is. And so, depending on your number, would give you the higher the number, the more information you get. If you have a bad roll, you might be like, well, it's a square door. So, it's so rolling is essentially the mechanism to give the dungeon master some time to improvise. Probably, Some information. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to just like the whole time go, yes, and this is what we're going to do. Yes, and I'm going to do this. I suppose so, yeah. Like, number one rule of improv, always say yes, yes, and. No, no, this is role playing. <laughs> this is an improv. But if we're going to be improving how we get through this dungeon, like, there's some improv to it. But we're role playing. Look, yeah. maybe your character has no limits. Role playing is acting, right? By definition, we are role playing. We are acting as this character. You're right. Well, it, I mean, roughly, but I'd say no. Like, I gotta get into character. Like, Marty, I, what is your character? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> See, I'm glad we're doing this. I'm learning. I'm learning. I gotta roll for initiative. You could also I just roll read for perception, or you, you could watch a 10 minute YouTube video about D and D while you're on the pooper. I I was probably going to do that too after this conversation, but we needed stuff to talk about. I'm looking forward to D and don't know what I'm doing, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be something, that's for sure. Yep. What else do I need to know? What else do the listeners need to know who may not know a thing about D and D? Um. Well, I mean, as far as our listeners go, I have no idea how it's going to come across because I've never done. A D and D podcast. I think it's probably going to be disorienting for most people, but uh, I think it'll just be fun. It'll be like it, like everything we do with this podcast. It's mostly just for our own enjoyment. So, and the twenty of you that listen every week. Well, yes, but mostly for our enjoyment. <laughs> and the twenty of you that listen every week. <laughs> Something like that. So I don't know how it's going to come across to the listeners. I don't know what they should expect because I don't know what the campaign's about. And I don't know necessarily. I know there's D&D podcasts out there, but I don't know how well we could do one. 
We're going to find out. We're going to do it as well as we do everything. We're going to do it spectacularly bad or Could poorly, be. I should um, say. But as far as anything else that you should know, um, I think kind of what Michelle had said the other week, you know, it's fun to do something you're not used to doing or playing a person you're not used to being. And I think I've done that. I've been guilty of that in a few games as I kind of being who I would be. Um, so I'm hoping on this one, I think outside the box, which yeah. is hard. You're, you're a barbarian, right? So you're... I don't know. You're a warrior. You gotta like. I don't remember what I am actually. All right. So speaking of other episodes or things that are coming up, we did have a listener suggestion. Meredith made the suggestion that Meredith comes on and we have a dad joke off. All right, you guys can do that. I mean, that's the question. Is like everybody else going to be here, like laughing and judging, like? I don't know. Like, I know you're. I know you are not a fan of 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 the puns or the bad jokes. No, I l- I love puns. I think puns are great. Um, bad jokes are great too. But you're just not funny. I'm hysterical. <laughs> I'm just gonna say right now, Meredith wins. That's my contribution <laughs> to that podcast. No, no, no. It's gonna be a good fight. Like, uh. Are, do we have to have these like prepared, or we have to be like off the top of our head? Like what? Well, I I don't see. Uh, why are you asking me? I, I'm not in charge of this at all. I will I'm not saying be what the, would what I'm would be enjoyable for you? This I think me you should be yeah. Um, you know both have, of us not having to edit it that would be enjoyable. Uh, see, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it is either. But you asked me what would be enjoyable, and that's it. I think it's going to be a hoot and a half could be um but yeah i don't know how you set it up i guess we you know what we'll just bring her on and have a normal podcast because last time we had her on we we're kind of recapping vegas but like just have her on for a normal podcast and the whole time you guys can go back and forth with your terrible jokes and it is like uh the what what's the you know because i'm so hip right that we went over in an episode that i know uh, what you, hot, hot girl walks are and things did you and, learn any new trends in the past well, week there's uh the, the tortilla challenge. Have you heard of the tortilla challenge? So nope. you 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 take a, a drink of something and you hold it in your cheeks, right? And you take turns slapping each other with a tortilla. I've seen videos of this. Is it so what I so here's the deal with like Instagram or TikTok or YouTube shorts, whatever you want to call them. Like everything and anything, regardless of what you're actually doing, they label it a challenge. Which, don't get me wrong, some this of them one, can be. Some this one is like, a is a better one compared to some of the other stupid right, ones that have happened. Right, some uh, maybe, but by all means, it's not going to be challenging for me to slap you with a tortilla, nor nor me to slap you. So, where's the challenge come in? It, holding the water and not laughing, because then the game's over. You, if you spit the water out, you lose. You're done slapping. Stupid. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have a feeling we were this this uh, Walla Walla trip is going to be a lot of. But what a lot do of stupid do, stuff like this? What do you do with the tortillas once you're done? Quesadillas. I don't know. I, I haven't done it. I don't. I don't know what you, what you do with them. I just think that's a question. They look. They look like they're like the big 
burrito tortillas. Like, think it's some velocity. I think we should use the uh, street taco flour tortillas. Ooh, but what if you like overextend and you actually like slap them? Even better. I go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on to you, Andrew. It's all strategy at this point. But uh, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we that- could do that to Neil. Neil's not going to listen to this, so it's true. Uh, we'll we'll set him up for the tortilla challenge, and we'll give him a giant jumbo sized tor- tortilla, and then we'll give you the small street taco. There was there was one of the videos where um like they're set up to do it. The two people are facing each other, and then one person backhands the one who's not in the in the challenger, not ready f- to be slapped. That got a good reaction out of the person. They went down like a like a sack of bricks, sack of potatoes, like kind of on skates. Though it was so, but I've seen that one. That's been around for a while. I want new ones, Marty. I want I want something that's cutting edge, fresh off the press. Oh man, just hitting um, the pipeline. Uh, that I don't know. Um, I was busy this weekend. I didn't get to to scroll through very many. I mean, I don't know. Did I did I send one to you today? I I'm not. You always send us stuff, and I honestly, I save them up, um, for a quiet moment. So let's see. I'm gonna go into my Instagram right now, and I'm going to the messages. Marty's in my DMs, and I have four messages from you. Oh, these oh, yeah. these go back a while. Oh, a drunk history one. That one, that one does look fun, like coming together as a group and everybody has to do a different drunk history presentation and make a make a drink. That could be, that could be fun. Oh, I can't watch these now, but uh, I'm looking at them. I need to stop. Sorry. Um, I really think the drunk history one could be great. Um. I, I mean, I sent you a few Rocket League ones. That's I saw some of those. Or they're like food or WSU related. Usually if I send them to you individually. Well, the WSU one I Poor saw Hannah, I one. just send her everything. She gets a lot more well, than you get. Probably. But then there's also the group with you, me, and Hannah. And that one I haven't opened up, but that's four plus messages it said. Oh, well. You're Anyways, welcome. You're welcome for those. I need to go in and... Uh, check them out at some point. I I will check my messages when Caitlin sends me something, mostly because she's sitting right next to me and she's like, you got to watch that. <laughs> so you will check and, the messages from your, your girlfriend, but not from me immediately. Ouch. Marty, <laughs> it's because you're not here to pester me. Again, if you came up and visited and you're sitting next to me or like in the same room back, you got to see this, I, w- I would begrudgingly take a look. I don't know that you would. I don't. Know. Well, you don't know because you haven't been here. I don't know that you would. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How is that Coors Light? Um, about what you expect from a Coors Light. I uh, started off with a uh, Silver Mountain IPA from Radio Brewing, and then uh, on to Coors Light right now. Drinking a Field Forty One from Bailbreaker. 
we can have a podcast where we just talk about the beers. Except the the unfortunate thing is like that would have been a lot more feasible when I lived uh where I used to live. We have a decent beer selection, but it doesn't rotate enough. Like for what's here, it's good, but it doesn't rotate out enough to have a real regular podcast. I'd have to go out and well, actually try to grab something. We we could do that one day where we everybody gets like three beers. I no, I don't um, feel like I don't feel like I could really talk about a beer. And we could we could long re- enough. like review. But if 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 there's four four of us minimum, we grab three beers, it's 12 beers, and we could, you know, ask some questions and then yeah, compare but like, them. What would be the end goal? Beer recommendations. If you see recommendations, um, I mean, I I don't do Untapped anymore. I I I I don't go and get new new beers every week, so I I I don't fill it out anymore. I did go to a new uh, brewery this weekend, and it was good. It was set up in this building that it's not an old mine shaft, but it. It was built to look like there's an old mine shaft in the middle, and uh, the food is really good. Um, I always like going to a brewery that has good food. I've been pretty lucky around here with that, but um, the the only one I really wanted to try right off the bat was a red ale, and they didn't have it, but they had a uh, barrel-aged version that had half that red ale and half a porter, and that was good. I, I do like me some red ales. I, Reds and every, ambers are my favorite. Me too. And uh, then, for the past like oh, probably four years, that's why I've been gravitating towards because I like that that uh, the the malt the maltiness the smoothness mm-hmm. the flavor. And that's also it why feels, I gravitate to porters too. It feels substantial without weighing me down. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, hazy IPAs. I can't. I can't. I can't stand them. They they started it's, off on a kick. Like you remember when IPAs first became a real big like IPAs in general, and it was always like North, like New England, not 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 New England, like uh, I guess real hop heavy IPAs, and then they went into the New England IPAs, the hazy IPAs, and that's been a kick for like the past two years. Northwest they IPAs. Just, yeah, Northwest is like the traditional just super hobby, yeah. but like those New England IPAs, they all eventually just kind of seem too sweet, like. It's it happened the same thing happened to them that happened to the regular IPAs. Whereas I can drink reds, ambers, scotch ales all day and not get tired yeah. of them. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But if you go any place, there's like seven different IPAs, and then there's like one red or yes. something that's and it it makes me like I I have two standard of beers that I wherever I go I will. I will, if if there's nothing else I can find, I will I will gravitate to them, and that's Deschutes Black Butte Porter and Alaskan Amber. Like Alaska is my like baseline uh, amber for for that. Um, reds, it's a little bit harder to find a baseline that is commonly like distributed around because they're they're more localized, but. I I do enjoy a good red and then ambers as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I see Alaskan amber. I give it like a six out of ten. It's it's good. I mean, I'll have it. I won't say no. Like, 
I think so. You're talking about untapped, right? Mm-hmm. I think the lowest beer I ever gave was like Coors, which is probably the beer I drink the most. And then I gave that like a five, maybe. But generally, um, like push comes to shove. If you're at a place and there's nothing else you can have, would you go with a Alaskan Amber or you go with Coors? What would you go with? Ooh, it depends what I'm doing. That's see, that's a big question. Like uh, meal, meal. I don't care. Like dinner. I, I guess I'd have to go with Alaskan Amber. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would too. Like, I mean, and it's also apples and oranges because one is. I mean, they're Alaska's to the point that they're large enough that they're they're pretty much a domestic beer. Like, they're not a microbrew. I uh, who owns them now? I don't know. I don't keep up on that stuff. Uh, but. Just saying that that's, you know, it's, it, there's just a better quality to it. It's just, it's, I, I, I love it. Like, I will, end of the day, that's what I will, I will stick with. So, hmm. But here, then I ended up with an IPA. So I would guess I'm a liar. Yeah, but you're drinking out of a good cup, but, glass, uh, pint. Yeah, I'm drinking out of our, um, Actually, I'm drinking out of our Cameron, my Cameron's mug. This mug has survived um, the first, I guess our first real road trip, Andrew. Uh, it's It's been a while. That I was, think... that's been almost 20 years since we took that trip. I would say well, 15 years. I, right? Almost 20. Yeah, but 15's not almost 20. Like, you wouldn't look at a 15-year-old and be like, well, they're almost 20. No. Well. It's 2023. Context. It's all context. I get and, that. And when when we took the we took the trip down to San Francisco, the first our first trip. Well, I guess our our trip down there because you didn't go with me the next time. I went down there. Um, it was 07, fall of 07? I thought it was two thousand eight, but you could be right. I don't know because you were not old enough to drink. Were you still in high school? Or were you no. in college? I was in college at that point. So it would have had to have been the fall of 08. Must be. So I was right. Because 05 was my freshman year. 06. Yeah. Um, You're thinking too hard. I guess if we're making this a beer podcast. I'm about to jump onto a chocolate peanut butter porter from Radio Brewing. Yeah, I'd, oh have, to re- I'd have to thinking. remember when. Because then I went down... I guess there was a gap year. Yeah, it was every other year I went to San Because in 10, I must have gone down. Yeah, 10, I had to go down to... Um, yes, 10. Because, no, it had to be it had to be the, the, the fall of 07. I'm just going to let you stumble through because, this thought process. Because I, gra- I, I, graduated, I graduated college in 2010 uh, with my... With yeah, my only degree. So I went down the fall of 09 with Brandon. And that's where Brandon and I really became buds going down. And then and then from there, um, what do you call it? I didn't go the year before, but I went the year after because WSU was one year. They alternated. So if they, if I went down in 09, they would have gone down in... in um, in uh, 07. Back to play wow. Cal. I, uh, I'm just going to look it up here rather than 
going through this. It was 2007, you were correct. Yeah! Mine like a rusty steel trap. That took entirely too long. If only we had this thing called the internet. Well, because Brandon... uh, See, this is how good of a friend that I am. I went down there with Brandon in in 09. Oh, did you? I don't want to hear how good of a friend you are. You won't even visit me here. Because then when we were down there visiting another friend who was living down there, um, Brandon then got on my Facebook and started uh, checking out my friends and were like, who is this girl? And that led to him like talking to her, uh, Zooming or Skyping her, her while she was studying abroad. And like that's how he met his wife. Like I connected the two of them. So it was your Brandon, Facebook, Marty. Don't take too much credit for that. Brandon, you're welcome. Not that you listen, but you're welcome for introducing it's you to like your It's you you, not like you held your dick and walked him towards her, all right? You did nothing, Marty. Hey, the first night that they met was my graduation night in the in the spring. Yeah, May but they 10th. were probably already 10th, planning on actually. meeting each other at that point if they were talking. You just happened yeah. to graduate. Yeah. They, Let's not they make were this plan- about you. They were planning to meet at my graduation because that's when exactly. she was coming so back Exactly, so nothing to do with you. You're busy. I'm the linchpin. smarter. I'm the linchpin. No. <laughs> I was definitely yeah. not getting smarter that weekend. That weekend, just, top 10, actually top five most drunk I've ever been in my life that weekend. Oh okay, what goodness. are the other, what's the other four? I don't remember. <laughs> well, that, well, you can't just say top five and not have another four in mind. You can't just throw oh, these numbers man. out there. Oh, man. There's definitely uh, several Frisbee weekends. Yes. I Tournaments. Several as in two or three. Uh... I would say I would say the graduation weekend would definitely be uh, I would I'd probably put that as night two. Um, I would just count that whole weekend as two. Well, I'm uh, talking about spots here, Marty. So like, we I would, already yeah, know I would, in the top five, you graduating is one. And then we have several frisbee weekends. Does that mean no? I would say the graduation. I would say the graduation weekend would be in, in spot number two. I'm, I don't care about spots oh. like that. I'm just saying, like, you already have five. We know what one of them is, is graduation. Then you're saying two are specific Frisbee weekends. But is it two or is it three? Because several can mean... Well, let's go three. There were there was a lot of Frisbee weekends. Well, that's that's kind of a cop-out. But then you have one left. Oh man! Uh, if you have to think about it, it, should it really be in your top five, or are you just debating whether to say it? I'm debating like between two, and I I think I think so, um, mom's weekend, exp- mom's weekend at going to a, a party with uh, my upstairs neighbor Nick to the hockey boys' apartment, where he essentially had to uh, not. He had a, he had a stop like I was just trying to play beer pong and he said he will he will say he, he he stopped me from getting my ass kicked I don't think that would have happened but um, Marty have you met you Yeah I've met me but that would be, I that would say that would be night five that would be in the top five Okay Oh man I 
Mm. In college. We'll put a cap on that. We'll just say college. Or we won't go after college. <laughs> That's a whole other list. If you say so. I don't know. What what uh, you you got any any anything you're nope. willing to nope. see? Look, I I turnabout th- is fair play. Look, I, I just don't, I honor I don't that rank and, them. They're all special in their own unique way. Yeah, I would agree to that. So not not, not one is better than the other. Oh, some are, yeah, some definitely had better outcomes than others. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> that, that is for That is for sure. That is But I wasn't sure. the one that came out here and said top five. You did. So I just wanted clarification on that. Well, uh, I, I, so Brandon, uh, I do remember this at one point because um, he had just met um, his future wife at this point. Um, he He doesn't drink. He doesn't drink a whole lot, and he wanted to make sure that his now wife didn't didn't get too wasted. So he's like, "I'll I'll, I'll drink that for you." And he ended up being just, and she just thought it was hysterical, and would just order drinks knowing that he would finish them. To be fair, to, I would too. If someone was trying to protect me, I would throw the card down. So I just <laughs> walking up the hill. With like his index finger, like in in her back jeans pocket, like trying to keep up and not like lose contact with her as he's stumbling was hysterical. <laughs> One of the funniest moments I'd seen in a long time. Yeah, you, you gotta figure out a better way to tell that story because the way you told it was not funny. That's worse than your dad jokes. I'm trying not to give too much away on that story, but it just, he, yeah. It, yeah. Okay. He's a respectable person with a, 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 a You're defending a him. No career. one's, I'm, I'm attacking your ability to tell a story, not him. I, again, I'm trying to strategically leave things out to not incriminate. But now we know there's something more. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, we don't need to rehash these college stories. I I wasn't. I was letting you do it. So, a beer review podcast, an episode. We could do this. This could I happen. feel like we already did it. This That was this podcast. We reviewed Queer's Light, you know, 5 of 10. Uh, Silver Mountain IPA. I give it about 7. It's uh, Chocolate Peanut Butter Border, 7.5. Oh. oh, we were talking about Cameron's. Cameron's uh, pub. Cameroons. The- is is it Cameroons? Camerons? It's Camerons. Oh, Camerons. Okay. Um. So it's actually a an a English uh, pub and inn. I think it's day. Um. It's outside Half Moon Bay, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I passed it about two years ago, and I thought to stop, but I was in pretty heavy traffic, and I was like, not nah, just trying to get to where I was going at that point, but. I mean, I would like to go, not to bring up something I don't want to talk about, but when we get back on a motorcycle trip. Marty, I can't talk about it. It's too painful for me. Okay. But I mean, it, it, it's a, actually, I would say um, when we went there, uh, we went down there for a Cal WSU game and I had, because uh, they serve beer English style, so they serve it warm at room temperature, uh, I had an Alaskan Amber and it was one of my favorite beers I've ever had in my life. 
and I had I would I would have only been twenty one for only a few months. Yeah, just living it up. See, mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was at room temperature because I couldn't drink at that point. I know, but it was great. I, I still to this day, it's not to bring out the top ten list again, but that that's in top ten beers I've had in my life, like that I remember that I thoroughly like can vividly remember that. Because your aunt went to lunch with us. I'll believe it. Mm-hmm. It was cool. They had a double-decker bus. There were a lot of cool things. There were a lot of beer cans all over the wall. Like, it was... A typical pub. Yeah, but it was it was cool. No, I'd go back, for sure. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I liked it so much, I bought a glass, so... And I used it, you know, from 2007 to now, so 17 years. That's the most impressive part of the story is that glass survived that long. So I have this glass from the plant in Moscow where I went to school. And oh, the I'm plant, sure, yeah. I'm sure you heard of the ladder. Yeah. So you do the ladder, you get the glass and everything. And I've had that glass, I guess, since college. But every time Caitlin drinks out of it, she's frightened that she's going to break it. And honestly, I couldn't care less. I mean... It's cool glass. I'm going to keep it as long as I can. But if she broke it, it's not going to be the end of the world. Then you just got to do the ladder again. I I don't know if anyone does it down there. (gasps) but What? I know. No. Yes. That? No. There there has to be somebody that does the ladder down there. I don't know. I haven't checked, but. All right. For the listeners, explain what the ladder is. Oh, from what I remember is you start off with this fishbowl of beer, and it's 128 ounces, and then you go down to a 64-ounce... I don't even know what the vessel was, because it wasn't a tub, but 64 ounces of beer, then you go 32, which would be a tub. You break that down to 16. Then you had, I think, an 8-ounce and then a 4-ounce shot of beer. And all together, it's like entirely too much beer to have one sitting at a bar, but when you're a college student, you're invincible, and anything is doable. It's a and Tuesday. Apparently, I did it. You do that on Tuesdays. <laughs> the problem is, the problem is like what I remember, strategy wise, is you really got to power through that fishbowl because yeah. it gets warm. Mm-hmm. That was that was the Quick. tough part. Yeah, yeah. Because one, and it's it's it scores light. It's it's not good. I did mine with Rolling Rock. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's slightly better. Or about the same. I mean, roughly. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't know if they do it because they... Anyone who is familiar with that area knows that the plant's not there anymore. They sold out. And I haven't moved in... Well, yeah. It's called like the Rusty Goat or something now. No, oh, I guess it's, it has been a while since I've been there. Well, yeah, we're uh, talking about the past here, Marty. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that was a staple. The plant Funny. and and uh, and um, CDA were the two places we'd go to drink. Uh, so I don't know if it's. I think they call it the Moscow Ale House now. I don't know. Uh, it's not CDA Brewing, so that's different too. Oh. Yeah, after frisbee practice on uh, on Wednesday nights, that's where we go. How do you practice frisbee? You're just playing frisbee, Marty. Yeah, but 
We do drills. We practice. Ridiculous. I play on the Idaho team, too. I was WSU kid playing on the Idaho team. <laughs> Back in those days, I played Frisbee like four days a week. It was great. You know, I never really talked to you about my Frisbee experience at Idaho. All right. If we're going to do this, I need another beer. Well, I don't know if you do. Being Well, he's gone to get another beer. He's going to be real disappointed because all I'm going to say is I didn't like it. But uh, we'll wait for him to get back and tell it to his face. All right. I am here in all ears. All, all your, two of them? Yep. For your Frisbee experience in Idaho. Or it was, in college. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Oh, wasn't so. Wasn't bad. But look, so I went up there and I decided, okay, I'll give give it a chance playing some Frisbee because I love Frisbee. But for the most part, I'm going to say something the young kids say. The vibe, the vibe check wasn't there. Were they? Well, describe that. Describe the vibe. What was the they vibe? weren't fun, Marty? I can I can believe that. <laughs> Well, that was just about it. Like, no one actually, it seemed like most people that were well-established in the team didn't actually seem like they enjoyed playing Frisbee. I Yeah, I can I can believe that. And so I, I did not spend much of my time trying to get in, like, into that group. I was like, nah, I'm out. They, they, when I was in college and in those first couple years I was playing, I think the first three, because then I missed out on the last two. Um, WSU was a growing program and we had a lot of people and you could find wherever and whatever you wanted, but we were like, we were getting better and we were getting good. And so like we were, we were right at the cusp of, of how a tournament breaks down is like, it's kind of like world cup play. You play in a group and then the top two teams from the group move on to the higher end bracket. We were good enough to make it into the higher end bracket, but we'd always have to play the really good team. So we were like the worst of the best. That makes sense. Okay. Idaho, when we go and play with them, they had some really good players, but they didn't have the numbers. They didn't have the depth. They didn't have the athleticism, but they were getting good skill and technical wise. And they were taking it much more seriously than we were at WSU. So they were really working on skills and getting that. So when we wanted to move on and play higher level tournaments, particularly during club season um, with like grad students and and others and travel more, um, we would play mostly with the Idaho guys and gals because they were more technical in this and like they needed the young, the younger athletic people to be runners and so forth. And so that was where we fit in on the team from that aspect. And so I very much like Idaho was moving in that vein to get, you know, they had 15, 20 people that would show up and play when you need 14 to play seven on seven, like it would be 10 to 20 that would show up and play. Um, but that was also getting WSU people to go over and play with them to get enough. But WSU had like 40 people. They were showing up to play and practice. So there was plenty of like relaxing more downtime and, and a chill. 
time. Maybe, but they weren't that good. When MSU? I was there. No, no, U of I. Like, oh, they they took it seriously, but they weren't good. Huh. Well, there there is there is no leadership. If someone wanted to be good, there is no leadership. And if someone wanted to have fun, there are no fun people to be had. It was just a disappointing time. Yeah, I would I would say I mean, there was like three people that were really skilled, and then, but they were they were serious. But they weren't like the most fun to be around all the time. Well, look, that's just it. I'm not going to spend my time <laughs> trying to be really good at frisbee, or at that point, because you know that wasn't my goal in life. All, um, all of my all of my drinking games and lawn games and my love for that came from playing on the WSU team because we had enough people on the sideline that you'd play seven at a time. So if you wanted to take five, six, seven points off. Like you could get a game of cornhole in or part of a game or cups or like any of the other things like, and you'd have a bunch of beers on the sidelines and then go in and play two, three points and then come out in a game. I maybe we would play seven points total out of, you know, like a third of the game. It's fair. Just because we had, we would take so many people. But it was an advantage for us because we could also, like, we would roll up with an army. We would get drunk the night before at a party, which you partied with us. You know how we do. Um, and then we'd, just as long as we had seven on the line, we were ready to go. Yeah, that's fair. It's just funny, you know, differing experiences with similar college activities. Like, you know, Frisbee just wasn't for me. That's That's it, totally fair. Rugby was a good time until my shoulder went out, and then I realized I should probably save that. Oh, yeah. Did you, like, still go to rugby things, though, even though you gave it up? No, no, because once I stopped playing, I was – because I was only there for a short amount of time. Like, I kind of just figured no real point in trying to be a cheerleader, you know? I, I I would still go. Well, that's I mean, be, the difference between of, you and I. Be a part of something. Be a part of the culture. Like I, I was part of things. I was, our buddy, I was, our buddy, Nick, I was diversified. Our buddy Nick, he wasn't on the hockey team. I, I don't even think he knows how to lace up skates. Uh, but he would go hang out with the hockey team all the time. Like he was, he was accepted with the hockey team, and he never played. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm just saying, like you, you could, you could, you played rugby for at least a little bit. You could. Hop right in. You could, but like I said, you got irons in the fire other places, you know. Like where? What other places did you have them in? Man, mostly just forestry folks. Bunch of tree huggers. Yeah, basically. <laughs> or tree cutters. Lumberjacks. They're easier to hug when they're on the ground. They really are. And they don't move and sway in the wind. <sighs> well, yeah, so that's that story. Now you got it. No, hmm. that was very substantial. Well, I'm sorry to hear that because I do know that in our time growing up here in in Walla Walla, like frisbee was a seminal thing for us. Like that was, you know, our our friend group got together to play every Sunday, two p.m. For, for once, I won't disagree with you. That was, and like we loved it so much that we were, you know, we added like two other days of the week. Um, like it was a good, 
it was a good group of people. And surprisingly, I would say not to like toot our own horn, but like the, the Frisbee, like, or, or the ultimate talent that came out of that group was kind of ridiculous when they went to go play for college teams. I'd like, believe it. Um, like, I mean, even just one one person went on to then coach the women's team at Western Washington, and as an assistant coach, they won nationals. The women's team won nationals, and he was an assistant coach. Well, assistant doesn't count now, does it? No, but like he played for them collegiately and everything. Like, or he played on the men's team, and like they would. The point is, what I'm saying is like. <laughs> You had a group of people that for four plus years, and I think it kept on for a good while, um, that they would get together every Sunday and play this game, and it would just be a pickup game. And it grew from like 10 people that would show up and play to like, again, we had like, what, 40 people sometimes? And we would play as many people on a side and pick teams. Like, it was just a good time. Yeah. No, it definitely grew. Um. And I mean, that's how I met you and, and, you know, we're friends, still friends to this day. So, um, you know, just those random invites, you don't know what happens. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful for Frisbee. I, I love it and I miss it. And, you know, I'm glad I can. So learn are you saying out of it. during the wall wall trip, we should toss Frisbee around? I doubt we'll get enough people for our game, but we could probably play boxes or something or bottles. Yeah, we can absolutely absolutely play that. Okay, deal. I I that is to this day my favorite lawn game, and it's it's I don't want to say it's the hardest to play, but you definitely need more space just because you're throwing frisbee. But you and I on a team we're we're deadly. Just have how good we are throwing a frisbee. Deal. And yeah. We'll, we'll we'll kick Neil and Tom's butt. They don't know what's coming for them. Well, Tom might listen, but Neil won't. So here's the deal. We'll play. We'll be on a team. We'll smoke them. We'll put some real high stakes on it. Yes. And here's the deal. Tom will listen to this podcast, and he'll be like, uh, I don't think we should do that, Neil. But Neil will say, oh, fuck it. Gambling. I'm in. Yes. Yes. Love it. Okay. Love it. It's going to be great. Well, what else can we talk about the past here? The past. What's happening in the future? Let's talk about the future, Marty. Um, I don't know. Um, well, what's in the future for you? Shoot, I don't know. It's a long ways away. All right. Well, um, I think for myself, uh, after after the visit in August... I uh, might look to sell my house and move somewhere. Where are you move to? Uh, I don't know. Anywhere? Well, here's the deal. So I have, like, time about moving. Uh, every now and again, opportunities come up with the company, and they're cool and all. But, like, just looking to sell my house and buy another one right now, I don't want to do it by any means. It's ridiculous. I, yeah. I just, I can't stomach that. It seems impossible. But 
Where would you move to? You have to have an idea. Like, why would you move? Well, like, why would you sell your house and move? No, I'll just, um, just looking to keep my options open. Um, like, what? Hold on. You don't just sell your house and move to keep options open. You have to have an option to go to. Um, I don't know. It was like with the my my friend the vet moving away. Um, there's just it's just another kind of like I don't know semblance of reevaluation of what what is exactly here for me a little bit and so reevaluating uh, two my great, options two date girl come on now yeah there's that but we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes but so what are um, you looking for you you say what's here for you you have family there that's big i have but, family but i've also pretty much predominantly just lived here so i haven't been ex- like you've got to live what? other places that you did not grow up in and for me, I've been here every year of my life except for the five years in school, which was two hours away. So to me, there's more. Maybe there's more to explore. Maybe it's a pseudo midlife crisis. I, I don't know. Marty, you already bought the motorcycle. You passed that. No, I'm still in the middle of it. I think. So okay. We'll, we'll, what, we'll what see more how do it you goes. want? What are you looking for? What do you What do you think is out there? I don't know. What, what are you for. hoping to find? You, just, you have it, an you have an idea. You can't just. I be, think it's I think it's good to keep my options open as long as there's nothing that is like limiting myself. My my the two years will be up on the capital gains for the home ownership, so I won't lose as much. You know, if I choose to sell the house, if I can find a you know any career potential opportunity, it might be worth exploring. I don't know. Not that I've done anything to really warrant or start exploring that, but I'm just saying maybe that's I I start looking for another job that allows me to be done at before six o'clock so I can be here on time for seven. That's never gonna happen. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll we'll see how things how things shake out. So and you almost you almost talk like you're unhappy with where you're at. Maybe I am. I can't say if you are or not. I'm asking you. Just saying, I'm. I'm as a single person with. I I need to be open to the possibility of of what's potentially out there in whatever capacity it is. Why do I you define yourself option? as a single person? Because I'm not tied down to like a school for kids or. Or um, a job for a spouse or anything. Like, if I find another opportunity, I could up and move. There's nothing that's stopping me. Yeah, but, There's like, you you started this off saying after August. So, like, you're already looking for the possibilities. So, it's not like there is a possibility. You're looking for possibilities. So, Suggesting let's put it this way. that you're not let's, happy with what you have let's put it or this where way. you're at. I had, I had my vet friend move. and moved over to Kentucky. And There's more ticks th- over there. Through through a conversation, you know. they were just like, you know, um, cost of living is very cheap out there. Da 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 x y and z. And I was like, well, Do you I know can't. What goes I can't, with low cost living. I can't. I said, and to this, I just said, I cannot look to sell my house until August, or to move or do anything until August. So in which case, nothing will happen until August. I could end up in Kentucky. I could end up in California. I could end up in Idaho. I could end up in Montana. 
Like, for example, um, I'm an executive director of the theater. They, I just got an email from one of the organizations we partner and contract with. Their executive director, this organization is in Missoula, just quit, moved on. Montana Jake, just saw him this weekend, could move out to Montana and be closer to Jake. Yeah, why wouldn't no. I want to explore that? No, absolutely. But like, so, realistically, why, I mean, if a place just opened up now, is it going to be open to then? Do you want to work for a place that can't fill a position for eight or four months? Uh, I will look in to see potentially how much they pay. And if it fits, then maybe I'll apply. And then be like, okay, I can move there and then rent the house, rent my so house So, it's about out, pay. And I can then eventually find a place and then sell the house when I feel comfortable. Like, but I can't, I won't sell the house until August at the minimum, but I don't know. Like there's, there's options. Like what do you want to do? The world is my oyster. Is it? Got to grab the pearls when I can. There's nothing that's locking me in here. Do you want to feel locked in? I'm just saying there's nothing that's locking me in. Why can't I look elsewhere? You can't look elsewhere, but right now you don't have a direction what do you want to do so i can look north south east west northwest northeast southeast right but what do you want to do what's the ideal scenario for you right now marty i don't know marty you're you know my ideal scenario what here's my ideal scenario i would love to open the boardroom i would love to have a boardroom bar the librarian knows this i have it all mapped out i don't have the funds to do it so I can't do it right now. What are the funds? Uh, you got like half a million dollars. Is that is that what you think it would take in your current yeah, location probably. or just in general? What do just you mean in probably? General. Just do you in have general. business plan written up? I don't. Jesus, Marty. I'm not putting any money towards that. I'm saving got, my half a million dollars for myself. I got a napkin here. I don't know. I could... Okay, make, so the, uh, make, the a, dream, make a the, taco wagon. I don't The I don't dream, care. no, what, if the dream's the board, the boardroom, why would you go with a taco wagon? I don't know. The world is my oyster. I can grab the pearls when I want, make it what I want. I, the point of this exercise is just saying there's nothing that's stopping me from deciding or doing anything that I want to do. I, I yeah, can, I'm not saying there's nothing, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. Or that there is something stopping you, but I'm asking you what you want to do. And if you can't identify it, you should probably spend some time thinking about Welcome that. Welcome to the late 30s. Yeah. Midlife crisis. Woo. Just just in the thick of it. You're going to you're going to get there one day. I, I already had my midlife crisis. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I'm sure I already hit it. I mean Solid old man stage now. I, mm-mm, I, mm. you got a few years. It might hit you in your forties, but I don't know. Really, all I do is like look. Like I like what I do for a job. It's enjoyable. I'll continue doing it, but I keep just working towards like when can I retire? Because my biggest fear of all, like my biggest fear is retiring and then dying right afterwards. And the problem is, like, I should, you know, yell at myself because I don't know what I want to do when I retire because it's so far away. But I want to have you that wanna, time to you do wanna, what I want to You want to fish and ride motorcycles. When was the last time you saw me fish? 
don't know, but I have a feeling that's what you want to do. Definitely ride motorcycles. That's for sure. And and then fish and then fish pull over the side of the road and fish. I mean, because you can ha- you can store the rod right there on the back of the thing, and then it doesn't take up any room. Any room, like it's easy. Yeah. I don't know about that. There's collapsible fishing rods. There's there's the old style, old timey fishing rods that just have the wine, like the wine thing. Hey, come on. Yeah, but when was the last time I fished? I don't know. You're an outdoorsman. You're out in the woods all the time. You might have a fishing rod in your truck for when you come I might, across the stream. But do you know that? No, because you haven't visited, and that you, is the point of this podcast. Do you got? Do you got a? You, you probably have a rifle in your truck too. I don't know. Bear protection. Well, what else do we have? I think well, we've rambled on far along. So this far, week, far enough. This week Too we much. learned. We learned a- Andrew had a, a, a not so great interaction with the Idaho frisbee team. It was. It's just like it, it was. Uh, it was lukewarm. All right, it wasn't lukewarm. bad. It was just me. It was like I was stuck playing frisbee with a group of people that are just like you, and I can only handle one of you. I, I'm a pretty good dude. I'm just kidding. It wasn't like that at all. You, but. you you can't handle playing frisbee with a pretty good dude, pretty good group of people. I like to think I'm I'm good people. I'm just saying things to make you feel self conscious. That's all. No, I don't feel self conscious at all. I'm just I'm good people. So, are you? What makes you good people? You thought we were wrapping this up, but what makes good people? Uh, this week we learned that Marty is good people, and. We also learned that Hannah, Neil, and Tom were not here. Hannah, feel better. Uh, Neil quit adulting so much. Tom also quit adulting so much. And uh, yeah, with that, we are uh, Plans Are Optional. You can find us on Facebook at Plans Are Optional. You can find us at Twitter at Optional Plans. The Facebook has a link to our Discord, so we actually listen and interact and talk with you there. So please go there, find us, join the Discord, share your opinions, and uh, yeah. Marty, you have to be more assertive with, with, with your buys. Come on. I can't do the clothes and then the Hannah's job. Sure can. Okay, bye!